First Class Fatherhood. That is where Alec Lace comes in with his popular podcast. And one of the most interesting was on a podcast. Alec Lace interviews high-profile fathers from actors to NFL players with a vision to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. What's doing, everybody? I'm Alec Lees. Thank you for watching First Class Fatherhood. I am humbled to once again have been invited by the NFL to participate in the Pro Football Hall of Fame Media Day sessions. I was invited last year, but unfortunately, I was away on vacation with my family and unable to get all of the sound bites uh, for you guys that took place over the course of a couple of weeks. I did grab two last year that I never officially put into an episode here on First Class Fatherhood, so I'm going to include those two at the end of these Media Day clips you're about to hear. Last year, that was uh, Coach Jimmy Johnson and Megatron Calvin Johnson. So you'll hear those at the end. This year, there are some real first-class fathers being enshrined in Canton, and they are Bryant Young, Dick Vermeil, Leroy Butler, Richard Seymour, and Tony Baselli. I had the now the way this works, you're in the Zoom room here during these sessions, spread out over the course of a few days, and you're in there with all the likes of the ESPNs and the uh, sports networks, and everyone gets one question. And I was fortunate enough to get a couple of follow-up questions with some of these guys here. So you'll hear all the questions that I was able to get in during these Media Day sessions. If you like my interviews with the NFL dads, you've got to go through the archives of the show. So many amazing dads from the NFL have sat down for an interview, a full interview, full episode here on the podcast. Guys like Kurt Warner, who stopped by twice, Deion Sanders, Terrell Davis, Jim Kelly, Andre Reid, Ronnie Lott, Tim Brown, and the list goes on and on. If you are a fan of the NFL, no matter what your favorite team is, there is a dad who has played for that team that has stopped by here on the podcast. So go through the list and check them all out. Again, what these guys do off the field and who they are as fathers is far more important than who they were on the football field and what they meant to the NFL. Their impact is that much more greater, and that's why I'm honored to be involved in these kind of sessions with guys of this caliber. So I hope you guys will enjoy this. Sit back and relax. And as I mentioned earlier this week, First Class Fatherhood is now a member of the Family Made Media Network. I'm honored to be a part of the family over there with Sean Johnson and Andrew East. The first episode that I did with the Family Made Media Network was with Olympic gold medalist Sean Johnson and NFL athlete Andrew East. I hope you guys will go and take a listen to it. Really honored to be involved there. And they have welcomed me into their community and they have welcomed the First Class Fatherhood community to their network as well. So the link to that episode is down there in the description of today's podcast episode. Here comes my media day sessions for the Pro Football Hall of Fame 2022 on First Class Fatherhood. All right, so what better way to start this off than with the real leader of an organization on the football field, their head coach. This year, head coach Dick Vermeil is being enshrined as a Philadelphia Eagle. He was the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, as well as the Kansas City Chiefs and the St. Louis Rams, which he won a Super Bowl. That was Super Bowl 34, where the Rams beat the Titans. They won the game on the last play there, if you remember. But Dick Vermeil, now I did want to ask him, and I'm glad he covers it in his answer, you guys know that one of the big things in the podcast here that I talk about is the fatherless crisis. So I was curious about a noticeable difference between players that grew up without a father versus players that come from a two-parent household. But before I even had to ask that follow-up, Dick Vermeil really crushed it in his response to my question. So here is head coach and Hall of Famer, Dick Vermeil. Alec Lace for the first question. 
Hey, Coach Ramil, it's an honor here. Congratulations on making it to the Hall of Fame. Thank you very much. Yeah, my show is uh, First Class Fatherhood. It focuses on fatherhood and family life. I'm curious, throughout your coaching career, was there a noticeable difference for you coaching the players that were dads as opposed to the players who were not? Well, you know, I, I think in coaching at any level, I did notice uh, young men that, if, for example, if their parents had been in the military, that there was certain structure to their personality and discipline that was very, very, very favorable in coaching. I, I would say that I uh, encountered more kids with issues that were from broken homes or didn't have a dad, you know, uh, uh, because, you know, many times behind closed doors, you have those opportunities to sit and visit with them about things other than football. And I, I think that was something I noticed through my career uh, and maybe even uh, all the way through the end of my career in the NFL. Very cool, Coach. Th thank you. You're a first-class father all the way. Congrats on making it to the Hall. Thank you. What an honor there to have an opportunity to speak to the legendary and now Hall of Fame coach, Dick Vermeil, a first-class father all the way. Next up, we have Bryant Young, defensive tackle, going in as a San Francisco 49er, Super Bowl champion of Super Bowl 29, big-time player at Notre Dame as well. Unfortunately, Bryant suffered a terrible tragedy. His son, Colby, died of pediatric cancer uh, years ago. Now, also, one of his sons is a big-time high school player right now being recruited by none other than Notre Dame itself. So I wanted to ask him uh, kind of about that process of what it's like to have, you know, sons that are trying to live up to their father's expectations. So here's the question I was able to get in with Hall of Fame defensive tackle Bryant Young. Next question, we'll go to Alec Lace. Hey, Bryant, what's doing? Congratulations on making it to the Hall of Fame. Thank you. Hey, yeah, my whole show, I'm Alec Lace from First Class Fatherhood. I focus on fatherhood and family life. Uh, Hall of Famer, great title. The most important one you have, though, is father. What is it like I mean, as a son to have a dad that's a Hall of Fame NFL player? That's a lot to live up to as a son. Uh, so how do you kind of make sure you keep, you know, the relationship with your kids? I know you got athletes now in the family that are aspiring to be uh, where you are. How do you make sure, you know, they don't have to live with that kind of like, I have to live up to my dad's expectations. I got to be better than him. How do you kind of keep that relationship cool uh, with the statue that you have now? Yes, yeah, a very good point and question. Um, you know, for me, um, I just think about when I was a child, all the things that my dad, my mom and dad uh, instilled in me and, and taught me um, and being able to uh, have that ingrained in me and make it my own. And then you learn some things, the good, the bad. You learn from the things, the good, the bad, and and how to move and and kind of make some of the things that you were uh, a part of um, who you are. And so I carried those things with me. I've learned a ton other things outside of my home. But I think as a parent, <clears throat> it's important that I not only teach and give my kids instruction and, and, and advice on how to live and how to treat people and how to navigate through life. But, but I also am the example for that because I realize it's not a whole lot about what I say to them, um, but it's really about what I do um, in my actions. I think the best lessons that our kids learn from me um, is, is what I dem demonstrate, you know, my actions. And I think a lot of things that the way we try and parent, it's caught. 
you know, they, they see it. And uh, are your words marrying up with your actions? And so um, if they are, it's going to have even greater impact. But certainly if you're saying something that doesn't marry uh, well with what you're trying to teach them, they're going to see it. But if you're demonstrating it, it's going to be even more meaningful. But the biggest thing for me is that I demonstrate that and how I live, how I treat people um, and how I navigate through life. I think that's important. That's been important to me. And um, I'm extremely um, proud of all of my kids. I know parenting and being a, um, a steward of what's been given to me is a huge responsibility that I don't, that I don't uh, take lightly. And so, um, and I'm always a work in progress. You know, there are going to be times I get it wrong. Um, and I'm not afraid to make mistakes. I think a lot of times um, we're afraid to make mistakes as parents, and we don't want to share some of the things that we've done wrong in the, in the past. But even when we make mistakes right in front of them or we made mistakes in the past, it's good to share those things. And it's good to teach from those things, to let them know you're not human, you're not perfect, and that um, there's a lot to be learned from that. You know, how do you navigate through those things, the hard times? I would rather for my kid to um, make a mistake while they're under my roof so that I can help and parent them through that as opposed to them going off. And it may happen for sure um, when they're out of the house and I'm not able to uh, parent them through a mistake. And so um, but it, it's it's really about that, too, you know, trial and error. And then just learning from the things that, that we go through in life, not being afraid to make mistakes and uh, having those type of teachable moments. And love well, have fun, enjoy life, and um, make, make and create memories. We try and do that as, as best we can here. Yeah, very well said. You're first class father all the way. Congratulations, Brian. Thank you. Yeah, and, and Brian Young, as I mentioned there too, he's a, he's a class act and a first class father all the way. I'm definitely, him as well as the rest of these enshrinees, I'm definitely going to invite to join me for a full episode on the podcast here. I would love to have Brian Young on uh, for a full interview. Tremendous dad, been through a lot. Uh, Leroy Butler, next up, is another dad that's been through a lot here. His son was born with autism. He also has six daughters. You heard that right, six daughters. He won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl 31, as a strong safety with the Green Bay Packers. They beat the last uh, Patriots team to make the Super Bowl. That wasn't uh, quarterbacked by Tom Brady. Leroy Butler going into the Hall of Fame as a Green Bay Packer. So I wanted to kind of ask him about his son. Now, Leroy Butler, just to set this up, also overcame, you know, a very rough beginning for himself, who was born with a uh, disability, a handicap, uh, what so have you, with his feet that were really impaired growing up in a wheelchair. Never would have thought he would have been in the NFL, let alone make it to the Hall of Fame. So really a tremendous story for Leroy Butler. Son born with autism. Wanted to ask him about that and then get a, I was able to get a follow-up there, which was really cool to ask him about his girls. So take a listen to Leroy Butler, Hall of Fame strong safety for the Green Bay Packers. Next up is Alec and then Peter Holland. What's doing, Leroy? Alec Lace yeah. here. I host First Class Fatherhood, focuses on fatherhood and family life. Yeah. I wanted to ask, how much do you think uh, overcoming or dealing with your physical disabilities as a child helped to prepare you to be a father with, uh, of a child with autism? And what have you learned about yourself as a father having a child with autism? Well, we have a lot of fun. And by the way, your hair is amazing, too. Uh, we have a lot of fun. And I think the thing, having six daughters, okay, it was difficult to even think that I was going to leave this earth and have not a son. 
So he's he's the only child I know that wake up every day and say, Dad, I love you. He pays attention to the details of having fun. And the good thing about it is he has a lot of friends, but he loves wearing his jersey on Friday because it has his name on the back. But he's good at a lot of things. And whatever he's good at, that's what we concentrate on. And because he'll never do the Lambo leap. But for me, him saying a paragraph is the leap. Him can go on his own to school. Again, thank you to the special needs teachers. It's like the leap for me. Anytime he says anything, which is a lot, it's like doing the leap. It's like winning the Super Bowl. It's like getting into the Hall of Fame because he's every day he overcomes obstacles. And when we were like reading stuff out of my book, I think he understands like, you know, your dad had it rough too, but I still made it. So whatever you want to do. And then matter of fact, before the pandemic, he tried football and he liked it. But when the pandemic, they kind of shut down and Leroy's like, I'm on to the next. What else can we do? So whatever he want to do, we try it. And if it don't work, we'll try something else. So that's what he's taught me. And I see a lot in him that I had because the good thing about Leroy, he's like me. He know how to ignore you if you're saying something negative. And it don't bother him. He's fine with it. But I just love everything about him. And all his teachings come from his great teachers at Gifford uh, Elementary in Racine, Wisconsin, and his mom. And I have the wonderful pleasure of having the best godmother ever in Julia Witherspoon with Cops and Kids because he can read because of her. And I, I love and respect that. Very well said, Leroy. You're a first-class father all the way. Congratulations on making the hall. Thank you so much, buddy. All right, Leroy, we talked about your son there. I know you're a girl dad as well. You mentioned six daughters. Uh, what do you enjoy about being a girl dad? And are any of your girls uh, big football fans? Uh, out of the six, three of them, they're all in. Oh, yeah, dad played. Oh, he played. Three of them. The other three, oh, what's my TikTok? Where's my makeup? When do I get my hair done? Do I get my feet done? So they're having a ball with this. I have a cookbook coming out with them. I just love and respect them because just because your dad's Leroy Butler don't mean you're going to get away with stuff. But it does help you. So we have you know, one, and they range from my oldest is 36 years old, my favorite number, and my youngest just turned 18, all girls. And, of course, my favorite, Leroy Butler, is 11. There you go, Leroy Butler, six girls. God bless him, a first-class father all the way. Next up, we have legendary defensive tackle Richard Seymour, who is a three-time Super Bowl champion, a major part of the New England Patriots defense. Everybody knows about Tom Brady and, and all the offensive explosiveness that took place over the years with him. Uh, the defense of those teams now starting to get the recognition they deserve. Legendary defensive tackle Richard Seymour. I wanted to ask him about his legacy, and since he's playing such a real tough-nosed position, one of the toughest in the game, how to ask him about the, being a disciplinarian with his kids. Take a listen. 
uh, Alec Lace, and then Rick Henry. Richard, what's doing? I'm Alec Lace. I host First Class Fatherhood. So cool to hear you talk about your parents there. Obviously, getting into the Hall of Fame here cements your legacy in the NFL. But more importantly, what do you want your legacy to be as a father? Oh, wow. Um, you know, I, I say all the time, you know, uh, I'm a firm believer that your riches are in your family. And that's why I'm a blessed man now is because of my kids and my wife. And they were on this journey with me. So, you know, I, I want to teach my kids, um, you know, uh, being a man of your word, being a woman of, of respect and honor and dignity, you know, all of those things, you know, matter to me. And so I don't take that lightly. Um, you know, so, you know, I, I, I'm just a firm believer in, 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 you know, my kids treating, you know, everybody that they encounter. Um, you know, the right way. And so um, that, that, that's just important to me. Well said. You're a first-class father all the way. Congratulations on making it to the hall. No, thank you so much. And uh, Alec, you're up. Yeah, Richard, I heard you speak a lot in this session about the values instilled in you by your parents and that kind of balance, the, 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 the dichotomy of their parenting styles. And obviously, you're known for playing one of the toughest positions in the game of football. So I'm curious, what type of disciplinarian are you as a father? And is that different than the discipline style you grew up with? Uh, not a whole lot different um, from, from what I grew up with. But I will say for me, like... Um, I always tell my kids, do what you're told, when you're told, and with a respectful attitude, right? So if if your mom tells you to go, I don't, I don't know, clean out something in your closet, and you don't go do it, well, now dad's going to come, and have we're going to have a, a sit down, <laughs> you know? Um, so anyway, like, I just want them to, to have the responsibility, and, you know, to... Um, you know, take care of the details, do the little things right. And and I always tell my kids too, like, like I don't control whether I get on you in terms of something that you haven't done. Like you decide that by your actions. Like, so if you don't want these problems and things going up, like, okay, we'll take care of your business and we're all good. So um, I think they've, they've started to understand that now. But Very cool. well, I will say this. Having two boys and two girls, man, I, I may have to say something different to the girls that I don't have to the boys. Like the boys kind of get it. The girls, oh man, I'm telling you, they, it's it's a lot different story with the girls. Yeah, I got th I got three boys and a girl myself. You're right on there with that. So thanks a lot. I appreciate yeah, it. Not a problem. Thank you. Yeah, I have no doubt that when Richard Seymour, the father, speaks, his kids listen up. Uh, so cool for Richard Seymour there, and congratulations to all these guys as they make it to the Hall of Fame, a dream come true for so many of them. Next up, uh, Tony Baselli, offensive tackle for the Jacksonville Jaguars. In fact, he was the first ever franchise pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Unfortunately, Tony Baselli's father passed away not a, uh, just a short time ago and will not be there to be present. Such a major force throughout Tony's life and will definitely be a focus, no doubt, of his Hall of Fame speech. Uh, so how to, how to tie that in, here is offensive tackle Tony Baselli going in as a Jacksonville Jaguar. Tony, what's doing? Alec Lace here of First Class Fatherhood. My whole show focuses on fatherhood and family life. I know it'll be an emotional time for you 
uh, not having your father there with you. Obviously, on the football field, your job is to protect your quarterback. Your job as a father to protect your family. Take me back to the beginning of your fatherhood journey. How did becoming a dad change your perspective on life? And what kind of advice did your dad give you right from the jump of being a dad? And anyone who has kids knows that's a pretty amazing moment. Um, when my first uh, child, who was my oldest, uh, my son, Andrew, was born, it changed everything. I mean, it just gives you a whole different perspective of how much you can love somebody and how you feel responsible um, I'm not sure what was scarier uh, when he was being born or the first day we had to take him home. And I'm thinking, you know, what, what are we actually supposed to do? Um, where's the nurses? Where's everyone to take care of the uh, baby for us? Um, and I think, you know, so I, it's been a, it's been one of the, uh, probably the most awesome privilege of my life of being a dad and one of the greatest responsibilities I, I have. And I don't know if my dad told me any one thing. I think he modeled it more than anything. Um, he modeled from, I was a little kid all through my journey, through sports, through academics, through life, relationships of just being there and being that consistent presence, um, telling me things I didn't always want to hear, um, which is important, um, kind of being that, you know, that guide and helping me uh, traverse the tough ground and the hard decisions and, and just being there. And that was the model he gave. And that's what I've tried to do with my kids. What was he like as a grandfather, Tony? Oh, he was great. You know, he, I think he probably liked that better because he didn't have to do any of the real work. You know, he liked hanging with the kids. I think his favorite was the beach. Um, you know, he had a beach place out in California and, and his favorite moments were when all the grandkids would come out and he could go swimming with them and, you know, play paddle ball and stuff on the beach. So that was when he was at his happiest. Well said, Tony, you're a first class father all the way. Congratulations on making the haul. Again, Tony Baselli, just like the rest of the class here in 2022, first-class fathers all the way. Those are the clips that I have uh, for the class. Now I'm going to hit you guys with last year's clips that I never included into an episode. Wanted to present them here to you now. We're going to start it out with Megatron Calvin Johnson, one of the one of the greatest wide receivers to ever play the position of wide receiver. He played his entire career with the Detroit Lions. I did have the honor of having uh, Megatron join me for a full episode on First Class Fatherhood. I will put the link to that in the description of this podcast episode. So you guys, if you're interested, if you've got some Detroit Lion fans out there, you want to listen up, check out the link. Here is Megatron Calvin Johnson. Hey, Calvin, what's doing? Alec Lace here with First Class Fatherhood. I had you on the podcast recently. Uh, I wanted to just ask you, what is this moment going to mean for you as a dad? And what do you hope that your kids eventually as they get older and they look back on your football career and your Hall of Fame speech? What do you hope that your kids will take away from you down the line here? Just, you know, just a story of like, you know, perseverance and always being there, you know, great attitude and great effort in everything that you do, you know, and hopefully that they could take those two things and just, you know, help them. It will help them throughout their life, you know, and improve a lot of their situations that they can control those two things. Very cool. Congratulations on the Hall of Fame. Thanks, Alec. Yeah, really great stuff from Calvin Johnson, an awesome entrepreneur as well. If you check out the interview that I did with him and his former teammate, uh, Rob Sims, they created a really, really great company. Uh, you got to go check it out. A really good interview with him, a first-class father, no doubt. And here it is. I'm going to end this off with the way we started with a head coach. Here is legendary Hall of Fame head coach Jimmy Johnson, coached the notorious Dallas Cowboys team that really just dominated the early 90s with the Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, and Emmett Smith. Jimmy Johnson was the leader of that team. Here he is on First Class Fatherhood. Hey, Coach, what's doing? This is uh, Alec Lace here with First Class Fatherhood. Uh, my show focuses on fatherhood and family life. I just wanted to ask, 
Um, was there a noticeable difference for you as a head coach coaching players that were dads as opposed to coaching players who weren't dads? And then what was it like to watch these players that came in and then eventually became fathers? Did that change their performance at all? Um, you know what it, uh, I, I think as a, as a college coach, you know, you, you know, the family relationship, you've been in their homes, you've dealt with their families in professional football. I, you know, I, you know, I don't know that you get as close to them as to their families as, as what you probably could. And, and it would be beneficial if you did. Um, I, I know as a dad, that's, that's pretty well what caused me to retire, you know, retire the first time with the Cowboys and then retire uh, with the Miami Dolphins was I realized that, you know, as much time as I spent away from my family, it, it really hurt my family. And, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of coaches could delegate. A lot of coaches could spend less time at the office. And, you know, I, I just couldn't do it that way. I, if I had a job to do, I, I was going to stay there and work until the job was done. And so, you know, I wanted to be a dad. And, you know, like my youngest son really, really struggled for, for about 10 years. And now he is absolutely doing fantastic, both sons, Brent and Chad. Uh, but me retiring from football is what helped our relationship and me becoming a better dad. Well said, Coach. Congratulations. Way to bring it home, Coach Johnson. Those are all the highlights, all the clips that I have for you guys today. Once again, I'm honored that First Class Fatherhood was invited to participate in the Pro Football Hall of Fame Media Day sessions. Thank you to the NFL, and thank you to the Pro Football Hall of Fame for including us. You guys got to go back through the archives of the show here and check out my participation in the last four Super Bowl Media Days. Uh, It was really cool to have the opportunity to speak to Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and so many other NFL dads about fatherhood. And if you go through the list of episodes, there are plenty of NFL dads who have sat down with me for a full interview on the podcast here. So go check it out. The NFL kicked off their 2022 season yesterday with the Hall of Fame game. And those first five dads that you heard from in today's episode will be enshrined in Canton, Ohio, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame tomorrow. So cool. Next week on the podcast here, I will be speaking with Amanda Knox and her husband, Christopher Robinson. Amanda Knox became the uh, really the target of so much of the world's media when she was falsely accused of killing her roommate in Italy, did almost four years in an Italian prison. How did that all affect her as a mom? And who is her husband, Christopher Robinson? We're going to jump into all that and so much more. So don't forget to get down there, smack the subscribe button, and tap the like button, and I'll see you next time. I'm Alec Lace. Don't forget, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers, and we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. First Class Fatherhood is a family-made media podcast. Please visit www.firstclassfatherhood.com or www.familymade.com to find out more details. You can order First Class Fatherhood advice and wisdom from high-profile dads on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Proverbs 22.6 tells us, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.